Um, is any of this coming through? Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay? Yeah, it sounds great. Cool. I turned off my Wi-Fi. So I'm, I'm all data, baby. Oh, living on the edge, baby. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm on the edge. <laughs> um, Doing some edging then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pump it up, pump it up. Recording live. Uh, Everyone can uh, hear it. Hey. Box set, y'all. Hey. Box set, y'all. Welcome to Think Outside the Box Set, a podcast about artists who might be obscure, misunderstood, or dismissed. Or they might not be. We don't want to we don't want to commit. <laughs> we don't want to well, you mean, yeah, I, like Slayer might not be misunderstood. People might have a very good idea of who they are. And I'm Nathan Hunt. And I'm Cameron DeWitt, and uh, I believe this is episode eight of season seven of Think Outside the Box Set, wherein we listen to the entire uh, discography, uh, little asterisk there, um, asterisk there, uh, entire discography of Slayer, yes. the thrash metal band slash new metal band thrash with an metal. N-U. Yeah, because and an umlaut. This album is a new metal album. <laughs> it really is <laughs> it's very different yeah you uh you might want to go to the beginning of season seven uh, but also feel free to just jump in now we'll just be referencing stuff that happened in earlier episodes of this season yeah we're um, gonna be making all kinds of inside other. jokes and you're gonna feel left out you're gonna feel so, so much fomo so yeah. uh, go ahead and start at the beginning if you want the comprehensive understanding or just to you know hang out and we'll see what we can explain there's an ice cream store here in boston several of them actually they, they have a, a couple locations called fomu and they do coconut milk based ice cream like fo huh. as in well it's spelled oh, f-o-m-u but it's like pho is in fake and moo is in milk cow. So yes. the coconut is the pho moo cow. But every time I hear FOMO, I just think, mmm, coconut ice cream. Mm, delicious. <laughs> Yum. Mm, delicious uh. FOMO. Yeah. Oh, so one, uh, one thing I, I wanted to do right up at the top of the show is uh, because this is often at the end, we, we get to this at the end of the show and it'd be nice to just put it out there for an episode or two. I don't know. I think we should do a listener drive. And hmm. what that means, oh, what I mean yeah. by that is just uh, y'all out there in listener land, if you could do us a favor, that would be awesome. If you could tell a friend about the podcast, post about it on social media, post a review somewhere, that would be amazing. Uh, just so we can get the word yeah. out a little bit. Uh, gain some new listeners. It seems like the people who like the sh- like a lot of the people who reach out to us are people who are fans of the artists that we cover. So uh, go on Reddit uh, and, you know, find a subreddit on Alanis Morissette or ICP or Slayer and, you know, share some of these episodes. Yeah. Do our work that. for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Promote it instead of well, us doing it. Well, it, it, it means a lot more coming from uh, from a, a fan as opposed to uh, self-promotion. You know, ah, it smells true. better. Yeah. So R slash hail corporate. Yeah. Um, and also new new feature that we just launched is is our discord. So it's it's like a fun little private channel chat that you can join and chat with Cameron and I and other listeners and we're making fun jo- fun fun jokes about uh, the Finnish equivalent to a weeaboo and yeah. what that means. <laughs> Don't you feel left out? Don't you feel you FOMO? FOMO? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, it's it's a good time. So the link to join the Discord will be in the show notes, and it's open to all. Don't even have to pay us for it. Yeah. Um, right on. Yeah. Now, Cameron. Now let's get back to the matter at hand. To Slayer, I believe you mentioned a discography with an asterisk. I've read those comics, Obelix, uh, the Magic Potion, Obst- Obstetrics. Who are all those characters in that beloved Asterix comics? Uh, <laughs> uh, you've mentioned this before, and uh, I believe it was met with just um, sort of surly silence from me then as well as now. Ah, great. Um, so that's my favorite. I'm just going to deliver that up for you. It works real really quick. well in an audio medium, let me tell you. Mm hmm. <laughs> So should we talk about uh, this album, Diabolos? Diabolos. Uh, well, we got so, so we had so much fun talking about uh, Belgian comics series that you forgot <laughs> to explain what you meant by discography asterisk. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, there was another album. I already forgot what it's called, but uh, that came in between last week's episode. And this week's episode, but it was all punk rock covers. I think the um, title so of it decided- was Blame It All on My Roots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Garth famously, uh, you know, never wrote anything almost, um, <laughs> even though he was like the number one best selling artist. Um, so, yeah, it was all punk rock covers, and we decided not to do it. Uh, it might be an important album of theirs, but. What makes Slayer Slayer is, I think, is their songwriting. Um, I don't really or care lack for thereof. their covers or lack thereof, you know, and their uh, their arrangements and their musicianship. And so I thought it made it. Plus, yeah, we didn't really want to listen to a bunch of covers and then talk about a bunch of other bands. Yeah, exactly. Plus, be, like, I would be a lot more um, disposed to doing it if they were covering songs that people in the larger world knew rather than just like the hardcore music scene. Um, so right. if, if they had covered like you ought to know or something, I'd be like, Oh yeah, we got to listen to this album because everybody knows that song and we wouldn't have to like, you know, compare it to the original and talk about the original and provide sound samples of the original and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so we're here for Slayer. Yeah, we're here for Slayer. Also, I really want to hear Slayer cover You Ought to Know now. No, I absolutely do not. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even want to hear Alanis do a cover of that song. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I have heard her do it and it sucks. It's terrible. Her acoustic version is very bad. Yeah, it's garbage. Yeah. Total garb. Um, But as a side note, I was listening to um, Punch Up the Jam just that this afternoon great. yeah their episode about you ought to know is great and the yes. song that demi writes and miel sings that is a punch-up of you ought to know is fantastic yeah <laughs> so uh this album though uh diabolus Di- diabolus diabolus in musica yeah um, that's definitely that- how it's pronounced We've talked we've talked about that before. It's the uh, that's what they called the tritone. And uh, yeah. I believe early on in, in this ser- uh, this season, we talked about uh, Slayer's use of the tritone. We talked um, about it. And, yeah, together, both of us. <laughs> I, think, I think you talked about it mostly because I 
uh, I'm a big fat dummy who doesn't know much music theory. So uh, can you go over again what that that means? The devil in music, the tritone. What is that? Yes. So it is an extremely um, uh, dissonant sound. Um, So, ooh, are you going to do it on your banjo again? Uh, I can get it out if you. I actually have it right here. It's already out because I was practicing. Hell yeah! Here it comes. (laughs) Diabolus in banjo. Okay, so so um, uh, a tritone is two. Even though it says try, it's (gasps) actually it's actually two notes. They lied to me. Um, Yeah, so it's that that are um, three whole steps apart. That's where the try comes in. so uh, it's in between a perfect fourth Ooh. and a perfect fifth. My banjo is out of tune. Fuck. <laughs> who who to th- thought? Um, Ooh, this is great. We get to listen to Cameron tune his banjo. Just the sure. third and fourth strings. Okay, so here's a perfect fourth, a consonant sound, even on a banjo, and then here's <laughs> a perfect fifth. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And um, the tritone is the note that's in between the fourth and a fifth. So it's a uh, augmented fourth or diminished fifth, and it sounds like this. It's v- it's Oof. a very metal sound. Those are um, metal strings. Yeah. So uh, that tone, uh, that one's important. Um, it has a lot of functions in music theory, um, but when it's played out like just baldly by itself, um, it's very dissonant. Um, and, uh, you know, the eyeballless in Musica, they, they used to describe it as like sort of this evil sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and every music theory teacher uh, probably ever has um told the apocryphal sort of stories about um, people getting uh, drawn and quartered for playing this interval. Obviously it's bullshit, but yeah, they talk about <laughs> it know. in the uh, Wikipedia article for this album, actually. If I remember. Uh, yeah. 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 I think, I think Carrie King or Jeff Hanneman Hanneman says something about it. Hanuman. Make some jokes about He's that. The monkey as well. King. Yeah. Um, Cameron, does this album feature more usage of the tritone than other Slayer no, albums? No, that's the thing. That's the <laughs> thing, though. There's like almost no tritones in this. Like uh, I, I was listening for them, and I didn't hear any any featured tritones. There may have been some accidental tritones, but nowhere near as many as the first couple albums, where like you know every other song, Tom Tom Mariah would go, and he'd be singing the tri- he'd be singing the tritone. Um, uh, over the over the note uh you know the key of the song so mm-hmm. yeah yeah so <laughs> they they must have been talking about some other devilish thing uh and this is another hell album we haven't gone to hell in a while with slayer but they definitely we could definitely go to hell and we get evil in this album yeah, again. slayer They're really takes us to hell Going back back to their roots, um, except for musically, this album sucks. I think. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot Which more is different like, than their past. It's albums. a lot less uh, thrashy stuff. A lot more new metal. Uh, and Carrie yeah. King has to say about that. Actually, that's the one record where I really paid not enough attention to because I was really bitter about what kind of music was popular. I thought it was was very uh. frat boy stuff, and maybe that's why it was popular. I don't know. So Diabolus didn't get as much 
attention from me because, you know, we didn't stay in focus. Looking back, we were just saying, all right, how do we make Slayer fit into today's society? But that's probably my least favorite record of our history. That's our Turbo. And I guess Turbo is a Judas Priest album that similarly... Oh, I thought they were talking about the the snail racing movie with, I think, Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) Oh, I thought he was talking about the character from hit um, movie Wreck-It Ralph. I thought they were talking about um, Turbo Man from Jingle All the Way. That's the one I was going to go to. And (laughs) and, uh, uh, Terminator, Governator. Um, Uh, I'm a lot of turbs. (laughs) Uh, I'm so lost without you. Yeah, Um, it's a very turbulent experience for you. Yeah. That was from the new metal episode of the uh, 2011 VH1 documentary series Metal Evolution. Metavolution. Where that quote's from. Yeah. On the upside, you can actually hear the bass sometimes on this album, which has not happened very often in the earlier albums. That's true. Uh, I didn't necessarily hear anything that I was in love with. Did you? No, not really. Yeah. I I can at least hear it, though. I don't know. Yeah, I think he plays like one chord, like one bass chord in like the second album. And then we haven't heard anything from his bass playing since. Yeah, exactly. Are you sure he's active in playing bass and it's just not not there? Oh, oh, speaking uh, of I bass, think... speaking of bass, apparently this is the first album that Slayer recorded in drop C sharp, t- not drop C sharp, it just straight up C sharp tuning. So I think that means they just tune their guitars and probably their basses down by uh, a step and a half. Right. So yeah. it's all really murky and muddy and everything, I think, is more or less in the same key. There aren't nearly as many um, like key changes, I don't think, in this yeah, album. Yeah, there are not. Uh, it's, it's a bummer to listen to. <laughs> I had a pretty <laughs> bad time for most of it. <laughs> I didn't mind it that much. But then again, I was doing work also while listening to it. So it probably this, this it, album- it works. It works all right as background music. This album also didn't feel organic at all. That's one of the things I've loved about Slayer is like how um, how musically consistent it felt like it felt like all the I don't know if how often this was true, but it often felt like all the musicians were in the studio together playing at the same time. Ah. Um, like they like there's a lot of communication and like the tempos would fluctuate and they, would, you know, but this one felt like it was tracked and like there was a click track um, and I think it kind of shows through a lot of in, in a lot of moments um, where, uh, yeah, it doesn't feel like it's as rhythmically compelling. And mm. um, that's like one of the only things Slayer, I think, really had going for them is their very sophisticated rhythm, you know, and it's sort of um, excused for me a lot of the other kind of nonsense that <laughs> they got it up to. Mm-hmm. So yeah i don't know dude um i think i have at least one um audio sample of a time when i think that they did like a bad uh punch in cool i'm looking forward to that yeah and uh as far as lyrics, lyrics go uh they're still not good but they're bad in some exciting new ways (laughs) Um, they're, they're even less specific and lots more disconnected imagery. And most songs are not really about anything. So they're, they're a lot more like impressionistic and right. Um, some of them I feel like are fairly successful at just being kind of impressionistic. 
as much as it is, I don't particularly like that approach to writing very much um, in most situations. I do think they managed to do it okay in a few of these songs. Yeah, you'll have to point those out when when we get to (laughs) (laughs) the okay songs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Which one do you want to talk about first? Uh, Let's let's Uh. talk about... Oh, man, I'm just looking over my notes. Okay, so Perversions of Pain is probably my favorite song musically, so maybe we should save that for later. Okay. Um... What if I mean, let's just start with bitter peace. Okay. The first song. Yeah. This is probably one of the more thrashy songs on this album. Yeah. Uh, initiate <laughs> <Okay>. blood purge. <laughs> right, guess that was the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> you had a thought. What do you want me to say? <laughs> you got to yes and me. You got to build on it and say, "Hey, that's right, Nathan. You're a genius. Here's a shiny <laughs> nickel for your trouble." That's what you should say. That that famous that famous improv comedy uh, uh, dictum. Yeah. A shiny nickel. Here's a shiny nickel. <laughs> And the shiny nickel um, is a metaphor for the things that you can say back to build on what I said. Like, uh, yeah, I suppose it's a little bit thrashier. I don't know what you mean by that, though. I, I mean, no, I, I'm not going to yes and you. I don't feel <laughs> like this is thrashy. Really? No. Oh, okay. Um, it doesn't feel very fast. Um, it doesn't feel very aggressive i guess it's a little more aggressive than the other stuff the other songs but uh yeah this song was a real bummer to me um yeah like you said it's sort of vague and impressionistic but like there's some really bad lyrics in it like i think these lyrics are bad no longer kill your brother just slaughter (laughs) one another watch for the deadly other this sibling is a fucker. <laughs> I was going to point those out. Those are fantastic lines at being bad. That is. <laughs> They're very good at being bad. So why does it say no longer kill your brother? But then it says this sibling is a fucker. Are, are you uh, don't kill your brother in case you want to have sex with him with him? Is that what it is? <laughs> um, hmm. Maybe just it's maybe it's like another. seven Chinese brothers where it's like don't kill the one brother just watch as two other brothers slaughter each other so that's 3 watch for the deadly okay. other that's number 4 and this sibling went to market and this sibling went home and this sibling <laughs> is a fucker <laughs> Uh this this is also just a not very well thought out lyric sick lust for skeletal flesh uh, skeletal flesh, huh? <laughs> it's not hell? like those are opposites or anything. No. I headed north-south. And I went yeah. in the dry ocean. It was a hot winter's uh, uh, cool, cold day. At a sick lust under, for skeletal underground. flesh. Skeletal flesh. That's I went so underground uh, beneath the big blue sky. <laughs> <laughs> 
boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Enter the soldier blind. Oh, geez. I think you should ask for consent first. <laughs> is that is that uh, soldier and then in parentheses blind like the soldier is blind or make sure that you're blind when you enter the soldier? Um, I think what it means is that the soldier has a blindness fetish and that you need to participate in the role playing if you want to to get with them. Yeah, that's definitely it. Yeah. Why face the human question, the need to hate? Dead stare through cynical eyes, a trust in only pain. Murder within the skin? Engrave the art <laughs> of war, become death's vile parade, march on, embrace the violent mind. Oh, oh <sighs> also, there is no conscience in this world that can be reached for peace. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Reach a conscience, yeah. It's, it's it's just really hard to even make jokes about because it's the reason it's bad is just because it uh, is total nonsense. Because it's not good, I think is what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Let's go um, on to a different song. Uh, no, I, I have a couple, of, well, a couple oh. more negative things to say about this uh, musically. Um, I don't have that many audio samples, so I want to get them in <laughs> when I have them. Uh, so there's a point where they where Tom Arias says mutually assured destruction will occur. Oh boy. Um, and uh, hypothetically you could sing those things in a way that makes sense rhythmically. Although I in general, I don't believe they did. Yeah. Like one could in general, it's better to not do like words like mutually in a song lyric or destruction yeah. or like, multiple s- syllable words they're kind of clunky uh and they obviously weren't prepared to do those words justice uh yeah here is a sample oh hmm yep that's not great mutually uh sure <laughs> <laughs> assured <laughs> it's just <laughs> mutually ushered Mutually ushered. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and uh, then there's a little, little interesting ending uh, to this song. <laughs> you want to play the ending? Yeah. One, two, for oh. <laughs> I mean, and that reason is. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> what what is it? What did he say? Did he say one crooked reason for murder? What what did he say? Uh, the genius says oh, wh- one cryptic reason for life murder. Life murder. Oh, okay. Not not yeah. not that death murder that I hear so much about. <laughs> uh, what was? I think it was in the la- the last episode or the one before. It says something like uh, death homicide or something. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember something like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, some re- true genius yeah. level lyrics. Bad song on a bad album. Yeah. All right, you choose one. Um, let's do let's do "Stain of Mind." This is one of the few ones that they still play these days. So 
this song starts by trying to be about something. Imagine humanity's declined. Step inside my stain of mind. Come with me <laughs> and we'll see humanity's decline. Oh, yeah. A little bit of that. Now, this, that's something I can jam out to. Bing bong, bing <laughs> bong. But then it immediately throws away any semblance of being about something with infesting superiority, infectious immorality. Nope, oh, yeah. Yeah, what in what infectious uh, immorality kind of makes sense. That that kind of makes sense, but infesting superiority? What does that mean? (laughs) Is is okay, is the superiority getting infested or is it infesting? And what would either of those even mean? They they just like you should have to have a license to use a six syllable uh (laughs) word in a in a song lyric. Absolutely. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. Um uh, this song Praise the land where sins are sold. Uh, Cameron. What are this we gonna is do? Nothing. <laughs> Death becomes your bride, lifelessness invades your eyes in fire baptized. Ooh. Yeah, so uh, we can take some comfort in the fact that Kerry King doesn't like this album. And hopefully they've moved on after <laughs> he is, this. He is right hopefully that's what it, that yeah. means. Yeah. Yeah. Transgression, euphoric, bliss, divine, initiate a timeless stain of mind. Is the is is this just like a Garth Brooks song in that um well, by the way, we mention Garth Brooks every once in a while on this show because that was our whole first season is listening to all the Garth Brooks music. He's formative so kind for of, us. Everything kind of goes back to Garth. Yeah. Um but is this like a Garth Brooks song where he had a sort of kind of dumb pun for a title and and then he's like, that's a song. And then he's just I just it doesn't matter what's in it as long as it has this like dumb pun in the title. It's it exactly is, that. It's just state of mind, except for it's stain of mind. But it sounds enough similar that it's, I guess, a joke. I guess. I mean, and that's all you need to make a song. I guess it is. I mean, yeah. according to Slayer, I guess. Oh boy, this song's yeah. a real bummer. A lot of these songs are not not that they're like uh, are about bad stuff or are offensive, but just that they're <laughs> bad. Yeah. Hey, Agony yeah. is life. Lechery is life. Well, those are relatable. Yeah, I mean, godlessness is life. Yeah, also, those are probably the best lyrics in this album. <laughs> All pain sifts through my soul. You'll never feel greater misery. Master of my enemy. Who's your enemy? What? What does that mean? What? What are you talking? Transgression, euphoric bliss, divine. Initiate a timeless stain of mind. Blood will sterilize in fire. I baptized. <laughs> that seems like a transcription error genius uh salvation forever crucified what (laughs) this is just a big old a big old uh metaphor stew and you can't taste any of them ew bad stew all right you pick a song now Okay, let's do one more bad one uh, for me before we get to the one that I like actually pretty well. Let's talk about Overt Enemy. Oh, you, you, I, 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 
Yes, you uh, did just infiltrate. hear the word masturbate. Yeah. <laughs> when I see your face abusing uh, power, I infiltrate. Continue lies, then masturbate. I walk the line. Oh, this is Johnny Cash <laughs> talking about how much he likes to just crank his hog real good <laughs> in a church. Is this, uh, is this a church? Y- you infiltrate while I masturbated. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Sufjan joke. A little Sufjan joke for the Sufjan fans out there. <laughs> yeah. That's such a good song. Ooh. Okay. Um, yeah, so this is... Uh, I guess this is a... I guess Once again, it's, it's hard to say what this, <laughs> what this song is about. It seems about how church is bad. Um, which but I don't necessarily disagree with but they it's not a hard case to make and they totally fail yeah because it's not even 100 percent clear that they're talking about church except uh when he says i hate your church but then he follows it up with i'll burn your state so it sounds like he's just being an angry teenager going society there is no crime within my mind I'll sell uh-huh. your life and preach your death. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'll sell your life and preach your death. Uh, a wicked plan, born of contempt, bleeding my ideal, my ideology through pain. Yeah, those are words uh, you can say, I guess. guess yeah, you using five those. syllable words without a without a permit. Yeah, really. uh, I. I did kind of like uh, this lyric. Oh, ooh, implanting ooh. septic thoughts. <laughs> like uh, I'm going to make you think about poop. Yeah. Why do you think about septic tanks? Yeah. And Rota rooters. Yeah. Fuck this song. <laughs> fuck this album. I'm glad they agree. I think it's really promising. Like I, I'll give them a, a mole again, you know? Yeah. Like again, I've mostly liked did I say again? Are you not going to give him a mole the first time? Okay. <laughs> Hoisted by my petard. Staggerly was a bad man. Okay, bye. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. Uh, okay, you, you choose one unless you want to talk more about this. I don't have any sound samples from Overt Enemy. Yeah. Once again, the music is just sort of bleh. I don't nothing to write home about or podcast about. Yeah. Nothing to podcast home about. That's something someone says. Let's talk about desire. Yeah, so this, I think, does some of those impressionistic lyrics fairly well because there's not really a story or necessarily an idea to this song. It begins with, No one could ever doubt my rapture, as you two will soon discover. No one will ever cross my love. Deadly consequence will rise above. So that's not great. Um, But then the next verse is, Lying all alone and dead, visions of erotic bliss. Feel your warmth from inside your skin, a fever I cannot resist. That's 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 pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, it's sexy in a slayer kind of way. Yeah, desire I would kill for you. Right or wrong, I'd do anything. True and pure, the intensity every time death is next to me. 
Yeah. So most it's, it's of like, that makes sense. Yeah. Most and the of stuff it, that doesn't make sense, I'll give it to them. Yeah, I'm feeling charitable because it the rest like, of this album sucks. When a little bit of it isn't obvious, it's it it's poetry. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> when none of it is like obvious at all, it's like I'm probably gonna think that you're making poetic bluffs. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, this is probably their most romantic song. <laughs> yeah, anxiously feeling grotesque up against your flesh, forbidden fantasies, uncontrollable heat. That's kind of sexy. Are you? Ooh, kind are of. you? Oh, he's used. <laughs> turned on his. Oh, is it getting hot in here? Hot, hot in here. Whew. Uh, I mean, I'm feeling a little uh, anxious about how gross I am. <laughs> uh huh. Oh boy. Yeah, but like uh visions of corroding bliss, you know? Uh, like yeah. I think that's kind of interesting. Corroding bliss. It's an interesting thing to say. Yeah, that's very uh Rambo. If we want to go back to uh I think I brought up Rambo for ICP. Talk about John John Rambo? <laughs> yes. So he's a poet, he writes poems, he doesn't let on. I thought uh, it was Baudelaire. Oh shit, it is Baudelaire. I always get those two mixed up, even though they have nothing in common besides being French. <laughs> now, isn't that racist? Ha! Uh, it's fine. Yeah, true. I mean, they're, they're just white people. Uh, who cares? Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's Baudelaire. And he wrote some really saucy and grotesque French poems, including one where he fantasizes about cutting a wound into a woman's side. And then uh, sticking his dick in there and fucking the wound. You know. You know, like you do. Um, so, yeah, this uh, corroding bliss sounds a lot like a Baudelaire uh, phrase. I can't believe I had to correct you on your, like, French uh, poet. <laughs> like, what's happening? Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> It's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> it's best not to think about it. Oh boy. Shut Are up and let's talk again? about another song. What? <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about perversions of pain. I want to have a little okay. bit of positivity for I, once yeah. in this episode. I think, I think they're kind of on a theme here. We got perversions of pain, desire, uh, love to hate are all right next to each other. They're kind of into this like sexy, angry metal stuff, but here's perversions yeah. of pain. So you you're, you think this one is the best on the album? Is that right? Yeah. So as, as far as the lyrics go, it, just, it seems like they're just sort of doing a like a, a brag about how dark their souls are and their thoughts are, I guess. Like, like, oh, I've seen some shit, man. Like you if you were inside my brain, you go crazy. It's straight I'm up like, like, uh, like rap lyrics almost. You better learn my name because yeah. I'm the one insane. And I'm a constant yeah. threat. You run in fear from my dark silhouette. Inside my violent mind, chaos is all you'll find. Anarchy <laughs> yes. uncontained. Bear witness to the scorn of my campaign. This is basically if Curtis Blowed like <laughs> wrote a Slayer song. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis and the Blowfish? 
Um, so what I liked about this album, I mean, about this song was the uh, there's some really great music in it. Some really interesting stuff happens, um, which just really does not happen for the rest of the album. Um, but um, so there's this one part where it has extremely fast double bass. Uh, and I think it's pretty oppressive. It might be the fastest double bass we've heard. I think it's like triplets. It's going mm-hmm. so fast, I can't really tell. Mm. I do remember hearing some very fast double bass. Shit. That does kind of sound yeah. like triplets. Hot damn. It's like... I can't even like vocalize it as fast as <laughs> yeah <laughs> if it's playing faster than i can like beatbox it you know that's like a lot yeah um yeah and that's with his feet so pretty crazy stuff um it's like he's beatboxing with his feet whoa yeah. <laughs> did i just blow your uh, mind there, there's this uh section in the middle so usually i don't necessarily care for um well that's not true in metal music, they'll like do like an odd time signature riff and they'll just do sort of the same thing over and over again, like in this one section of the song. And then for the rest of the song, they'll, you know, sing in four, four or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like kind of a trope of metal, I think, from my limited experience with it. And that's definitely the case in Slayer. But every once in a while, um, they'll do something more interesting, like they'll actually sing in an odd time signature or in this song. They have a, a section where it constantly changes time signature and there's not really a pattern. Um, so uh, this is a longer sound sample. It's the entire section. Um, and the the time signatures go 4-4, four, 5-4, four, 6-4, four, 5-4. Four, four, and then it goes 4-4, four, 6-4, four, 5-4, four, 6-4. Four, four, and then it goes 4-4, 5-4, 6-4, 5-4. Four, four, five, four, four, five, four. Those are, um, that's a lot of numbers, Cameron. I know, but it's not, it doesn't really have like a pattern and basically, so it's like this through composed thing that they all play together, which is, um, it means that they have to really keep track of where they are because they're constantly changing without some sort of groove. Um, and the way that they do it, uh, the melody that they play over it is sort of, um, they, they'll play, it's like a longer melody a six beat melody. And then when it's four, four, they'll just play that melody through the first four beats. And then they'll start it over for the, you know, five, four part, but then play it through five beats long and then do the six beat version. It's uh yeah, it's pretty interesting. And it feels like a, I don't know, Philip glass or something like it's like, um, Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's like pretty tense because you, 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 it's slippery. You kind of lose your footing. You're like, where am I in this pattern? I don't know. I don't know where it lands. Even in the, um, you know, uh, 13 or 17 bar phrases, like there's a definitive like, oh, this phrase is over, you know, and there's an internal 
repetition and you, you know, kind of have your footing. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's just nothing there. It's like, um, yeah, where, where uh, even is the one? Exactly. You're like, whoa, whoa it's hard ah. to tell because it's con- because it's constantly changing time signature. Yeah. I mean, I will tell you, I mean, that I, it is four, five, six, five, four, six, five, six, four, five, six, five. I don't need to hear all your nerdy math numbers. All right. Fuck <laughs> okay, off, <fine>. old man. <laughs> I'm going to listen to metal music. I have one more audio sample from this song and, uh, uh, mostly it's just to make a joke. Oh, great. <laughs> so just play it. Perfect. That's worth doing anything. Yeah. You know, you make me want to shout. Into <laughs> the shout. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Basically. I mean, there, there were definitely... It sounds like that, yeah. There were definitely moments on this album that... I thought kind of sounded like Weird Al Yankovic, and that was one of them. <laughs> See, that's I think that's uh, too high a praise. Yeah, you actually, you're probably right. Yeah. Uh, I'm done with the song. Well, good It's all for downhill you. from here. Um, are you saying you're done with the album, too? No. We didn't even talk about the lyrics in this song, did we? Yeah, we did. We talked oh, about um, how uh, Curtis Blow wrote them. Curtis and the Blowfish, yeah. But what is it about? It's about how like, uh, crazy this person is. Oh, uh, okay. And like how dark and twisted their mind is. A higher level of pain uh, is racing through my veins. There's nothing more intense than mental misery that I dispense. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. <laughs> so fucking dumb. Oh, that's really With fucking dumb. Within my world of hate, disruption, I instate. <laughs> no, you can't say that. I won't let you. <laughs> um, why is he disrupting his hate world? I thought that's what he wanted. I thought he liked the hate world. It's I, it's like a new app. It's a new app in his hate world. It's a disruptive. It got on um, Forbes or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's disrupting <laughs> an industry or something. Yeah. Oh, uh, defile and desecrate humanity alone they all will die corroding from inside with no one left to save them as I'm dancing on their fucking graves perversions of pain yeah alright All right. what's the next song we should listen to you, you choose the song fuck um, I chose perversions of pain yeah Let's do Love to Hate. Let's complete the trilogy of songs about sexy, sexy, sexy anger. Why did you just play a Beastie Boys? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Beastie Boys. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's definitely a lot of that, like the new metal that's kind of like edging over into rap metal kind of stuff. Yeah, it's like, bl- but it's like blank Beastie Boys because blank? Uh, they don't really rhyme that much. Oh, yeah. Blank versus Beastie Boys. <laughs> A personal hell's where I reside. Taunting death sounds cadavers in pain. Judging my soul, I am not his, his son. son. Screaming God's name, I want, want some, some more. more. Yeah. 
Yeah, we we should do, we should perform that song like this, where at the end of the line, the other guys chime in, just like the beast, yeah. beastly boys. <laughs> you know what, Cameron? Uh, I think Teen Slayer Titans. is a little bit beastly, if you ask me. Yeah, bunch of beastly boys. Uh, enter my mind. Can you stop the rage? No one shall mourn or pity my grave. Fighting the world without remorse, searching for blood to never grow old. Oh boy, it's rapidly gone off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> Pessimistic uh, dreams, realistic screams. Oh, no will no Wilhelm screams over here. That sounds like a slogan that a haunted house might have it at uh, <laughs> Halloween time. Um they say they say crucify creation, magnify damnation. They already said magnifying purgatory in another in another song. In it's this their album. word of the day. Magnifying. <laughs> Every song has to include it somewhere. Yeah. Oh uh, boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Force fed lies in this chapel of lust. Ooh, dancing in blood, disciples enslaved. See, this is an example of a song that has a bunch of imagistic, like impressionistic lyrics they're just a bunch of images and it does not yeah. work like the other one does because they're have nothing to do with each other dancing in blood disciples enslaved putrefied walls adorned with your flesh what how did my flesh get on those walls whose flesh are you calling putrid yeah slayer if that's indeed your name you you could do so well to have my flesh on your walls yeah you wish my flesh was decorating your walls uh yeah i don't have much to say about this song this one though mm-hmm. um putting the shrine of the ungodly cross why is it an ungodly cross because god is fake and church is bad i guess searching for blood to never grow old what you know, that common thing that everyone says. <laughs> oh, my bad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Such bullshit. Yeah. All right. Um, I chose that one. What one do you want to talk about next? Yeah. So um, I don't have tons to say about the rest of these songs. Uh, maybe we could sort of skip around a little bit. Yeah. Um, we could talk so about I the song like that, that is all about uh, Slayer's agile methodology called Scrum. Oh, yeah. Very good. Yeah. Software engineers out there are loving this joke. Hey, Scrum. <laughs> Get it? Agile? Yeah. We know there's at least one listener who appreciates that. <laughs> it's me. They discovered guitar effects that are not just distortion. This is just straight up about rugby? I think so. Full contact, why I live and breathe. Sidestepping all the human debris. Headstrong, I know that I'll prevail. Face down in my arena, you will fail. Human pile of proven pride? That's that's not bad. I I guess, if I can figure out what it means. Ripping flesh, spitting teeth, that sounds like more or less par for the course for for rugby. Relentless brotherhood of discipline, sure. Centuries of of tradition is to win. I 
Wow. You know, the great tradition of winning. Yeah, the, the great tradition of winning in rugby. Living on adrenaline, your try is crushed. That's not real. That's not how you say that or anything. Uh, some of those great Google Translate lyrics. Yeah, um, actually, that was something I was going to bring up. Um, I really have noticed more and more lately how Slayer writes lyrics as if they were ESL. I mean, mm, is Tom Araya ESL? I mean, well, I, he's I don't Chilean. think I don't think he wrote, but he this doesn't write song. most of the lyrics. Yeah, it's true. I didn't want to be shitty on accident. Let's see. Let me look up the album writing credits. Scrum, written by Carrie King, who I'm pretty sure is not uh, did not learn English as a second language. He grew up in Los Los Angeles, Cal- California, California, whatever wherever that is. Never even heard of it. His father was an aircraft parts inspector, and his mother was an employee of a telephone company. And his father smelt of elderberries. Uh, folding, folding Carrie King's t-shirts as the swing set hit his head. <laughs> now that is another Sufjan reference and that one I don't understand. Uh, you were just talking about what their mom and dad did. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, scrum. I mean, I, it's kind of fun that they're, that they made a metal song about rugby, I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Uh, yeah. Let me I just really say, I do like that they wrote a song about something, and these are very coherent yeah. lyrics, and maybe the best lyrics on this album. So. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, what what do you want to talk about, smart guy? Uh, in the name of God. There's a Tom Araya quote about it. Ooh. Or no, there's a there's a Kerry King quote about it. So ah, maybe we could talk about that. Great. I like that double guitar solo. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so I guess this is a song about the way that, uh, the, the institution of the church takes advantage and, uh, not just takes advantage of people, but ultimately like, um, it condemns them and like, uh, steals their souls, saturate you, infest you, betray you, stimulate you. So eager for my lies lies in the name of God. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's not just that they're like you know, televangelists taking your money. It's like they're invading you and lacerating you and scarring your innocence, masticate you, ingest you. Maybe that's a purposeful religious imagery of like the, um, the host. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, fill your emptiness with my lies. Um, my lies, um, Uh in this world of shit, I exist. Perfect world conforms. I resist. Disconnect the nerves from the spine. Desecrate the walls of the mind. I don't where that wall <sighs> wall talk. Yeah, I'm pretty tired of that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is a uh, I guess an anti-religion song, or uh, maybe 
probably specifically an anti-Christian church song, although it doesn't say that. It says Antichrist and is the name of God at the end. Yeah. Um, so apparently Tom Mariah like uh, had an issue with a song. Uh, I guess Tom Mariah is Catholic. Yeah, that's um, what I hear. But it hasn't really come up before, um, like the issues. Uh, but uh, Carrie King wrote the song. Um, uh, King is stated as saying, uh, it's like, come on, man, you're in Slayer. You're the Antichrist. You said it yourself on the first album. You can't draw <laughs> the line like that. Whether he agrees with it or not, he didn't write it. I wrote it. So you have to say, well, it's just a part of being in this band. Now, Jeff and I, we don't give a fuck. If Jeff wrote something I had a problem with, I would never even raise a fucking finger. I'd be like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Gonna piss someone off? All right. What is he talking? What is he talking about? What? <laughs> so I think Tom has beef with the song because it's like anti-religious. Uh, is it? Uh, this song? Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty hard to know what the song's about. Is this... Uh, I mean, is it any worse than the other songs that they've done about the church and how bad the church is? I mean, I'm just so if confused. anything, if anything, it's if anything, it's more vague. Yeah, I was going to say it's so, a lot less coherent. Yeah, I mean, may, maybe just because it's not about a specific evil, but it's just like widely condemning. Maybe that's the issue that Tom has with it. Ah, I see. Or that per- Christian persecution that I keep hearing so much about. Yeah, they're the true minority, the marginalized peoples in this country. <laughs> they will be. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> this is going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, hopefully sooner than Don't later. Don't know what you're talking but, about. Uh, I just mean like, I think fewer and fewer people are going to be uh, in that camp. And then um, they're going to lose some, the stuff that they've taken for granted. I see. So it's not very um, enticing for people who might consider joining to have this weird persecution complex. Uh, yeah. Great. And it's just like... Uh, not very relevant anymore so ah yes or at least this this brand of of religion you know Mm -hmm. uh war on christmas stuff anyway um yeah so this is uh tom didn't like it because it's a starbucks cup (laughs) this is the musical starbucks cup this layer wrote (laughs) (laughs) remember that everyone (laughs) uh yep that definitely is a relevant up-to-date reference that is very understandable I can confirm that. Yeah. <laughs> it's only like four years old or something. It's almost too understandable. <laughs> I think you should just make it a lit, make us reach for it a little bit more. Um, in the name of God, uh, you too. So we haven't talked to all we haven't dogs about go to heaven. It was what I always say. And all <laughs> gods go about- to heaven. <laughs> Uh, we haven't talked about Death's Head or um, uh, Screaming from the Sky or Point. Screaming Are there any of those sky. that you want to talk about? Let's talk about Point, baby. Yeah, I have some sound samples for that one. So.
says the guitars. Wow. Wow. They're uh, they're real Owen Wilson guitars. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, Why do you want to talk about this song? Uh, Cause I saw you had a bunch of sound samples for it. <laughs> All right. You want me to take over <laughs> Cameron? I'm the one that brings you war infiltrate unguarded shores. Master of afflicting pain. Point is where I'll die. What? I, what is point? I want to know, Nathan, What's the do you point have of this any song? notes? Do you have any notes for this song or are you just reading me the lyrics? I know this, this is the lyrics. You dingus. I don't have any notes for this song. What are you talking about? How could I possibly do that? What is the do point of this song? Do you have anything to say about this song? Um, or did but, you just, uh, Cameron, did you just pick it okay. because you know that I had things to say about um, it? <laughs> what I have to say is I'm the one to taste your blood trashing through the crimson mud messenger of all demise point is where I reign. Crimson mud's pretty good, but why do they keep talking about point and what does that mean? Uh, I, I really, I have no idea why it's called point. It's the oh, point. It's, wasn't, what was that uh, one uh, animated that movie, Ringo that, movie that uh, yeah. Yeah, Ringo Starr worked on? Maybe that's what it's about. Do you remember yeah. those, those voluptuous ladies on the trampolines with the big old bouncy breasts? Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. <laughs> made a pretty, pretty uh, strong impression uh, upon my young mind. <laughs> oh, boy. It definitely awakened something in me. <laughs> um, that, that more than all of the, like, sort of phallic imagery in that... <laughs> Just like a world where everything has boners. Oh, well, that that part is just subliminal. That's just that's gotten (laughs) inside me, if you know what I mean. (laughs) But the big voluptuous bouncing breast, that was very overt. I noticed it It was not subliminal. It was super liminal. Um, All right. So my main beef, I don't know what this song is about. Um, It seems like it's kind of about war, but maybe not. So whatever there's no one even on Uh, genius trying to explain it either i feel like this is sort of the least organic of their songs at there's i feel like i can see the seams the most in this song and that's kind of what i want to talk about um so there's this one really bad vocal delivery um the rhythm is kind of off and it the the vocals in this sample they start right after a tempo change but it seems like they don't have their bearings and they don't like really line up until the second phrase. And I feel like it's some, it's just because of like a weird punch in issue. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So do you want to play that? Wait, that's let's hear that again. That doesn't yeah. sound that bad to do, me. What's wrong with that? Do, do you hear the 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 rhythm of "I'm the one that"? Like it, it feels like he just doesn't know where the beat is. Oh, but that Let's is true of so many Slayer songs. Well, he hit, he hits it right on uh, the same time as the there's a drum beat. I, I don't think it actually lines up. Maybe I'm just being super picky, but it stood out to me. He also like he he says bring before the beat comes in. And I don't think it's in a very musical way. Mm. I think it's just like like a bad take got in there or something. Yeah, I think it, I think I don't know, that's if there a, was more that's a to the sample, we might be able to hear it better. Yeah. Um, 
so the other two samples that I had for this are, uh, yeah, it sounds like it's a like it's a new track, but it's just the same track. And I think it has something to do with like it just goes to absolute silence um oh, like yeah. not even room sound mm-hmm. and it feels really jarring and it feels like it's like oh it's a new track but it's not and I, I i guess it's like a legitimate choice to make an artistic choice for like putting the album together I but um, i don't really like it yeah. so there's two examples of that Ugh. here's one Doesn't that sound like a new song? Yeah. But I mean, that's like a fairly common um, trick to pull. Just be like, hey, you thought it was done, but it's not. Here it is again. Yeah, I guess maybe it's just more subjective, but. Yeah, I'm I'm mostly fine. uh, Let's listen to the other one, too. Yeah. (laughs) I can get behind those. Those are fine. There's much worse sins on this album. Yeah, it just to me it. I think my one of my main issues with this album. There's so many issues, so many. but one of my main issues is that it doesn't feel. All the other albums felt really alive, like they 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 feel like they really breathe, and um, there's not. I wasn't thinking about the studio ever when I was listening to them. I was just thinking about the music and hell and, yeah, to have these moments where. I'm kind of forced to think about the production decisions um, kind of breaks the illusion for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't really like it. It felt like, Oh yeah. New metal. Like, yeah. What's wrong with old metal? That's what I, I'm asking. Yeah. I think that's really all I have to say about this album. I don't know if, <laughs> I don't know if there's anything else. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot to it. But I mean, some some lyrics that are very bad for um you know, very vague. It's hard to say what a lot of these songs are about. And then just a bunch of new metal bullshit. Yeah, and the singing too is just sort of in a new metal style. Like in that song Death's Head, which we didn't listen to. Uh, you could maybe play a sample, but it just yeah. sounds like that "Shut Up When I'm Talking to You" song from Linkin Park. Oh yeah, so I'm about to break. Yeah, especially that, that sound, stuff at that, the like end. telephone sound yeah the lo-fi <laughs> what is up with that that was all over the 90s yeah it's a very uh limp biscuit kind of kind of sound yeah not into it nope yeah <laughs> uh l- let's end this on a on a positive note um or at least on a funny note I found from Classic Rock Magazine this fun little article that I shared with you earlier. And the article is titled Nickelback. We'd love to record an album of Slayer covers. Ah, ah, ah. (laughs) Uh, Nickelback bassist Mike Kroger has spoken about his love of metal in a new interview and says that it's his wish for the band to record an album of Slayer covers. He was speaking with Australia website Wall of Sound when he said that he, vocalist Chad Kroger, guitarist Ryan Peake, and drummer Daniel Adair were metalheads, in quotes, and also revealed that a metal album from Nickelback is something that they'd love to do. Uh. Asked if the band would consider delving into a heavier sound on future albums, Mike responds, 
I would love to. Metal is what makes me go. It's my what? <laughs> Activia. <laughs> uh, it's what I listen to without fail. I may have added a little bit there. If we could uh, actually sink in and do a metal album, all four of us would love it. I know that we're all on differing scales. What? Metal heads at our core. Uh, you hmm. make a little music joke? No, I don't uh, think so. Hmm, I guess. I guess you could call it that. Um, uh, yeah. Oof. Yeah. Oh, boy. That I... Whew. I so cannot even imagine. That to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, I cannot even imagine what that would sound like. Oh God! <laughs> uh, that's how they remind me of why I don't listen to them anymore or ever. And by I don't listen to them anymore, I mean I never. I don't listen to the radio anymore, which is the only place that they are that I ever listen to them. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Oh boy, I'm feeling checked out, demoralized, and discouraged after this Slayer album. Yeah. Hang in there, bud. We'll get through this. Yeah. Ooh, that gives me an idea. Let's smoke some buds. That'll get us through Slayer. Get dr- drugs? Get it? To pun? Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. Or or we can drink some buds. Wiser as that is. <laughs> buds wiser. Beer. It's oh, do some curious. do some gar- do some gardening um and uh, uh prune some flowers what right, is guys what is that euphemism for i guess that's not that different from the marijuana but uh, joke <laughs> oh that, that kind of gardening okay i get it yeah, yeah very good play good some job. basketball with dogs i guess um <laughs> Now you've lost me again. <laughs> Airbud? Oh, it's okay. Now you're whatever. All right. Well, let's be done. Um, next up next week, we have God hates us all by Slayer 2001. Um, let's see. I think, uh, Ooh, the majority uh, Carrie King writes the Which majority of lyrics Slayer? taking a different approach from earlier recordings by exploring topics such as religion, murder, revenge, and self-control. Uh, they've talked about religion and murder before, dudes, <laughs> and revenge about, and self. That's all they talk about. Well, that and rugby, I guess. Newly, <laughs> now all of a sudden they're big rugby heads. Um, I can't remember the last time I heard a song that was about rugby. That was pretty cool. Uh, Good job, ah, uh, I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> yep. No, I never heard one. All right. Well. Until next week, you can visit us online at boxset.website. Email us at email at boxset.website. Join our Discord and chat with us directly there and send us your thoughts and jokes and yucks and yuck em ups. And we're going to have a good time with our community there. Uh, so the, the link will be in the show notes. Um, you can also listen to Cameron's other podcast, which involves and is old time music. And now talk about yeah, that. Yeah, get it's. It's called Get Up in the Cool. It's a weekly show. I interview other old-time musicians, and we play banjos and fiddles and guitars together, occasionally sing some songs. Um, but it is, uh, yeah, a peek inside a somewhat insular community um, that you definitely want to peek at because it's awesome. And they're not peek, insular peek. on purpose. They just, all the people who listen to it also play it. But now you can be a fly on the wall for an authentic old-time jam experience. And hopefully I'll make some old time music converts of some of y'all. Uh, I, it eventually worked with Nathan. <laughs> I probably not <laughs> through get up in the cool, but <laughs> nah, 
but it it did end up working. You got yeah. me. Got you. Oh shit, dog. Yeah. Um Oh, I was just going to say for the as a as a point of trivia, this was something that confused me back in the day. Uh the title Get Up in the Cool is not some young teen slang about No, it's not some like James Brownism. Yeah. What it actually is, Cameron, is I'm I'm setting you up. Okay, I thought you were gonna t- mansplain to me about the music I've been studying. No, for the I have last only a years. dim understanding of any of anything. <laughs> uh, Get up in the cool is a traditional Texas tune from the fiddling of Eck Robertson, the first kind of country fiddler, first recorded country fiddler. Yeah, uh, but he also played traditional old time music. And Get Up in the Cool is an awesome tune. And the theme song to Get Up in the Cool is the tune Get Up in the Cool. The playing of Eck Robertson and I overdubbed myself playing banjo with him. So Ooh, it's us having a little that. duet. Oh, yeah. My- Actually, there's it's a it's a whole band. I I did bass and guitar on that too. Oh shit, that's cool. Uh- yeah, I had to learn all of his pauses, and I had to like tune between uh g g sharp and a <laughs> oh he was not at a concert pitch as they call it oh uh, yeah almost no one is yeah what what my favorite album of his is is Echno. <laughs> you know okay <laughs> was that his techno album <laughs> Echno. Ek plays techno <laughs> great <laughs> just pure comedy gold we're nailing it tonight Oh, boy. Slayer is really bringing us down. All right. Well, until next week with God Hates Us All, I've been Nathan Hunt and Disruption I in State. I'm Cameron DeWitt, and this sibling is a fucker. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting and it feels like, uh, I don't know, pill glass or something like it's like, Ooh. um, yeah, I do like the, uh, the new M night Shyamalan movie about him actually. All right. Wait, <laughs> did you really see it? No. Okay. No, me neither. <laughs> I do want to though. Cause I did watch split recently. Philip glass, the movie, Philip glass, the movie. I, uh, you see that new M night. What? Down on the beach. What'd you say? See that new M. Night Shyamalan? Fuck. Oh no, I disconnected. Shit. Are you, are you still there? Cameron! Oh no. Ah, oh, fuck. Cameron, I'm back. Hi, did you hear my joke? What? Did you hear my joke? No, I didn't. Um, because All right, let me tell it. It was it was weird. The Discord forced me to disconnect. It wasn't my fault. All right. Have you seen that new M Night Shyamalan joke? Einstein on the beach. You're breaking up. Yeah. I can't hear you. Say it again. God damn it! No, I'm not. I'm not even yanking your chain. You're literally breaking up. <laughs> I'm trying to tell a joke that no one will appreciate, and um, the I do fact appreciate that, that like. <laughs> it's absolutely a joke for no one. Uh, it's even worse than the one you just told, and um, about Philip Glass. And uh, the Discord isn't letting us do it. Tell it again. I need. I need to hear it. All right.
Have you? I don't have an. Okay. Have you seen that new M Light joint? <gasps> it's breaking up again. Be- what the fuck is happening? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> what? What? I guess it's not meant to be. I guess. It just seems right, odd. I guess Do you change like your position or something? No, dude. I didn't change shit. <laughs> you didn't change. You you didn't even change the shit. No. Oh. All right. Will you just will you just play that sound sample? I will, and I'll cut all this out. 